0: Welcome aboard, Captain. Welcome back to Star Trek Minute, the semi-daily podcast where we analyze, discuss, and probe Star Trek IV The Voyage Home one minute at a time. I'm Chris LaSalle. And I'm David Soker. Hey, Dave. Hello. Hey, that was uh, take two. I uh, actually called it Star (laughs) Trek IV, the search for Spock a minute ago. (laughs) not sure if I was wishful thinking or something, but uh, I don't know. Anyway, we're back. It's uh, minute 96, and uh, we're getting there, I think you just said, right? We're coming in on the end?
1: Yeah, we're we're pretty close. I think we're like maybe 20... 20 episodes left? 20. Maybe a little maybe a little less. Yeah, I think yeah, we're she, just about on 20
0: episodes. Yeah, I think you're right. So we're getting yeah. there. So we should be done by 2021 at this rate. <laughs> um, all right, here we go. Minute 96 starts with mm. Mr. Scott announcing full power is now available. Yes. And ends a minute later with Mr. Spock accepting a compliment.
1: Yeah. He didn't think it was a compliment, though.
0: Do you... Uh, is it Mr. Spock is that uh what do we what what do you call him most often is it Mr. Spock or Spock just spock,
1: spock right yeah well i think right now he's just Spock right he's not right. well he's last, not, last time
0: not... <laughs> you go <laughs> uh was the last we knew he was captain spock
1: yes in Khan, he was captain spock yeah Um, and I don't think, I think they've just really called him Spock. I don't think they've said Mr. in a while. uh, Although I think Kirk does say Mr. Spock in this minute. Oh, get out, does he? Uh, yeah, so he says, (laughs) Kirk Kirk asks, says, how soon can we be ready for warp speed? Scotty responds with full power now, sir. (laughs) And then, uh, there's an exchange between Sulu and Kirk. And then, yeah, he says, uh. Um. Well, let's let's get there when we get there. I guess. All right. Let's, let's there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: So. Uh, well, I think you already did most of the minute there, buddy. <laughs> Mr. Uh, let's see. Uh, are we ready for warp sp- When can we? Re- when can we? Re- yeah. When can we <laughs> be ready for warp speed? Say that yeah. a little. Um. And Mr. Scott is. I can't tell if he's like excited about it that he's it's ready. Oh, he now.
1: totally is. He's he's exuberance is showing through.
0: Yeah, I to me it's not, I feel like he's um. Not that he's exuberant or excited about it. I feel like he's like. You can't see his hands, but you can almost imagine his hands like he's he's got them in some weird configuration. that He's. It can barely hold on to these like 15 buttons all at once to make it work. I know. You know what I mean? Like he's like, I get now, go, go, go. <laughs> you know what I mean? You get that kind of impression. Yeah. Uh, yeah I think it's also, my other note was, it's refreshing that, um, you know, we don't have to wait. <laughs> You're just like, oh,
1: yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, because you just, you know, the, the ship just went through a power drain, you know, hmm. beaming up the 400 tons. So I it's the right question to ask. Kirk asked the right question. You know, we just, just, we just beamed up a, you know, ton of whale and, uh, you know, (laughs) uh, you know, we, uh, we ready to go here and. You know, Scotty, to his credit, you know, full, we're back to full power, ready to go. Right now. Yeah. yeah, this is very not Star Trek to me.
0: You know, that the, the, there's always a tension builder in Star Trek, whether it's the TV, you know, the shows, or it's like, oh, we just did this one thing. And, like, we need full power now. And right. uh, now it's, you know, time for Scotty or LaForge to figure out a way to get full power back as quick as possible because it well, they already ready.
1: they already did the tension thing, and that was the whole... Uh, you know, getting on the ship and then heading to the ocean, finding the the, the one, one 401 megahertz or whatever it is, and uh, racing uh, in speeds beyond belief to uh, head off the whaling vessel. Like that. That was our. That was our. Um, um, what's the word again? Our, our uh, tension builder. Tension builder. Yes, thank yeah. you. <laughs> Yes, that that was our tension builder right there. So yeah. now it's like now we got to get going. Like tension's over. Now we got to get going. Yeah.
0: Well, it, it. Yeah, I I don't disagree with you. I just and I'm not complaining about this moment at all. I just think it's, uh, you know, just from a narrative point of view. Usually it's like, okay, we just had our tension builder success, Mr. Scott right. warp speed, and off they go. Right, they just do it. And this one, he's like, when can we have warp speed? He's like opening the door. Yeah for Scotty to, you know, throw a wrench and make us wait. Right. A little
1: bit, I guess. Yeah, but
0: he, yeah, but he doesn't, which is cool. It's like, oh, I'm ready now. Let's go, sir. Yep. Um, so yeah. So, um, if you will, Mr. Sulu, I like the, I like the gesture. Yes. Um, I, I would like it more if Sulu was actually watching him. Right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it would have been a little more of payoff if Sulu yeah. was like in his turned around in his seat and saw the gesture, and then well, he he didn't need to see him. He knew what he meant. You knew? I know. But it was just a cool, cool uh, yeah, uh, gesture. I said gesture like ten times. Let's see that. All right. Uh, <laughs> so warp speed. Um, so have we talked about this before? Uh, what
1: warp speed in atmosphere no and uh, that was one of my biggest questions uh was is that is that something you can do right it, have a, i mean this is not star wars minute right have,
0: isn't there a similar was in
1: so there was in force awakens yeah. they're in the, they're in the ship and uh in order to get away they had to like go to warp speed or something <laughs> In the you know in Han Solo's like uh, collecting ship or whatever, so they're in the Falcon, yep. and you know he's like I don't ask you know if I can do that until after I've done it. Right, right. Uh, uh-huh. I don't think it's warp speed though. I... No, <laughs> crossing the streams there. Uh, light speed. They went light to speed? light hyperspace. Yes, Wait, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Uh, just make point five past light speed. Um, <clears throat> right. So but there's also well. Yeah. You know, since we're crossing the streams, there's also the moment in Last Jedi where um, I forget what her name is, but um, she takes the ship and goes to light speed and mm-hmm. smashes through mm-hmm. the the ship, which again is a, a fantastic moment in that movie. Um, but that's another thing we hadn't really talked about, like you know, what happens if a ship at light speed goes through another ship, you know, yes. or a ships there, you know, can't they blow each other up? And that was uh, like our answer, and I guess. This is our answer of going to warp speed in the atmosphere, I guess it is possible. I guess so. I would I would have
0: if I was Leonard Nimoy, yeah. I would have taken some money out of my personal account to have the ILM guys, you know, beef up this special effect so that when the bird of prey goes to warp, all the clouds yeah. kinda whoosh, Kind of whoosh behind kind of it, whoosh behind it, like follow it, get like almost sucked up in right. its wake, right? That would have been a really nice that, touch. That would have been cool, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Or something even crazier, like they all vaporize. Because what, you know, I am fully bad Trekkie, full on here. Like, oh, mm. but what what is a what is warp speed mean? Right, it's the warp bubble and the you know up.
1: Right. I, don't, I don't know
0: how it works, but to me, I, it seems like it would be disruptive in some point to the things yeah. around it.
1: I, I 100% agree, and this moment always makes me think of um, first contact, mm-hmm. when the mission's over and the crew goes back to the sh- um, goes back to the ship, and um, Lily and uh, Zephyr and Cochrane are on the Earth, and they sort of see the they see the blip up in the sky, and then yeah. it, the Enterprise like they go through the time travel bubble that they create, and it sort of zips off. Like that's in this moment where the, the bird of prey is going through warp speed. That's sort of what I think of. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. But um, yeah, this is the first time I think we've seen something like that happen, where they're in the atmosphere. Am I imagining,
0: was it a, to tell me if I'm imagining it's either a Star Trek, a Star Wars, a science fiction where somebody had an oops and they, they did something in the atmosphere and like, the Nile just like fried the planet. Oh, I don't know. I don't yeah. remember that. Like, I feel like it was like something like that. Like, oh, you know, he he turned on his warp engines in the atmosphere mm. and just like just ignited the like ignited the atmosphere and destroyed the whole planet. Mm. That's not a thing. It's, it's totally a thing. It's a thing. It's got to be from something. I just cannot... sure. It's a no. It's a thing. It's a. <laughs> it's got to be a thing, Chris. You're not that creative. That's what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, I guess it's canon now that you can warp out in the atmosphere without yep. vaporizing a planet. Sure. Okay. okay. All right.
1: Um, Don't forget this is a Jalopy, so you know it's <laughs> not nice. like not like the Enterprise or you know yeah some big beefy ship the Excelsior or something is warping. Yeah,
0: there's no trans warp here.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, Mister Sulu gets the con. They're going to go down and have a look at the whales. Well, sure. I mean, yeah, I'd want to see that. Yeah. Um, I do like uh, uh, Kirk then turns around and throws out the question. This is, I think, what we were talking about uh, yeah. a few minutes ago, right? Um, he's got the very specific question. Have you accounted for the variable mass of the whales in the water in your time re-entry program? Right, yeah. So What's he's it?
1: writing writing some sort of script or something. <laughs> It's some right. sort of some sort of Python or maybe he's writing in C plus or something. I don't know. Hmm. Uh,
0: yeah, I just think it's so a uh, uh, time reentry program. It just sounds very eighties, doesn't it? Like that doesn't sound twenty third century to me. I like. Yeah, it, they've they've said calculations. I think up until this point, right.
1: Um, prior to that, though, so oh. Kirk gets up. I missed something. And, and he says, you know. It's something in the background. So Ahora and Dr. Jillian are having like a conversation, and then Kirk gets up, says we're gonna take our guest down, grabs her hand, and then she like Jillian like looks over to Ahora like we'll talk later, girl. You know, like she does one of those. Oh yeah. And I just and I just thought that was a fun little moment that just sort of gets gets lost that she's like. Ingratiating herself in the crew a little bit, you know. She's sort of like, I'm I'm one of you now and She's making
0: plans for you know, she knows it like, well, I gotta have a friend in the twenty first twenty first century, right? Right.
1: Yeah. So back to your reentry program. Program. Yes. Greetings
0: programs. Which my uh uh my sources, uh, I realize, must have, uh, I've got the, like the transcript of the film here mm. and program is spelt with, uh, uh with an, e. an additional M E on the end. It yes. That's so very British. I believe. Yeah. Uh, I'm distracted. So you, you, before we get back to that, I'm distracted yeah. now. Um, as I thought you were pointing out with Jillian, when he, when he kind of, you know, grabbed Jillian by the hand and, uh, yeah. there's actually a, uh, set decoration um there's a couple set decorations in the, in the shot uh it's like a yeah. 19 second mark that um it's right between jillian and kirk and it reminds me of the the, the like the radio that was on the ceiling in the enterprise and wrath of khan or so uh yeah in the uh enterprise simulator in wrath of khan oh and yeah this is kobayashi maru um do, you, do can you see what I'm talking about. I I do, but I don't think that's the same. You don't think that's that? And then there's another on the right, to the right of Kirk, there's like kind of those four circles in a square panel. I don't know what that is either, but those all look, they're making me think of like Enterprise set decorations. Mm. Um, So now you've totally thrown me off. I'm sorry. Hmm. Not sorry. Mm.
1: Sorry, Okay. Not sorry. Time reentry program. Yeah. So Mr. Scott cannot give exact figures, you know, because. Whales and water. Is that, uh, um, I find that hard to believe. They measured out the
0: tank. They know how much water's in there. They know the right. If that feels it's just because they don't. Nobody knows. They don't have a good. Uh, they don't have a good sense of the weight of the whales themselves. So they don't know their mass or something.
1: No, I think this is all movie shenanigans.
0: Okay, thank you. Because yeah, these are like these are the same people that can like scan a planet for life forms, right?
1: Yes, <laughs> they have the technology to analyze everything to the last detail. And you're telling me they can't figure out how much mass the water and the whales are taking up in the in the in the you know the cargo bay there? That's that's baloney. This is all so that they can make their little joke, as it were, about the guests. <laughs> Yeah, I would think in the transporter logs, it would say something like, whoa, you just lifted up, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if they know how much the ship weighs, <laughs> like, it, it, it's simple logic here. How much if does it weigh now? If, if you know the way, if the weight ship weighs 100 pounds, and afterwards it's 150 pounds, you pretty much can guess— <laughs> how much the whales and Jillian add to the, you know, cause don't forget we got to add Jillian to the mass as well. I love that you added Jillian to that.
0: We got 400 tons of water and whale
1: and, and one Jillian. Jillian. <laughs> well, she is, she's an extra person that they, oh, they hadn't sure. account, that they hadn't accounted for. Wow. Uh, and do, you baby it
0: gets da- do you think it, get down, it gets down to that level too? Like, all right, did you guys have a heavy lunch before you got back on the ship? How much pizza did you eat?
1: Could you imagine if it was that granular? Yeah, I mean, it is time travel. Yeah, it does have to be pretty specific, right?
0: I would think. Yeah. But if you know someone, you know, carried on a, a bunch of you know rocks from
1: Golden Gate Park onto the ship as a souvenir, it's going to affect things. Does this remind you of Apollo Eleven? Yeah, that's what coming. Like that. they're coming in shallow. Yeah, yeah, thank no. You. Mo- no moon rocks. <laughs> uh, all right, so. Yeah, so he says I'll make a guess, and Kirk, over exaggerating here. I guess you, Spock, that's extraordinary.
0: Thank you. I agree.
1: That was quite the, like. I assume he's excited about it. I go back and forth. Sometimes I feel like he's being totally sarcastic because that's like I what I would do is be like you a guess that's extraordinary. You know. Really? Um, yeah. It just, I, obviously he, it's meant to be sincere in the sense of, it makes him appear more human. Like Kirk's the whole time has been trying to say like, you're, you're more human, you know, you have human in you, be human, be, be Spock. And I think this is sort of his nod to that. Uh, I think you just came up with a new t-shirt idea
0: be spock be <laughs> more right. spock be uh, more spock yeah uh yeah i i guess i didn't take it as
1: sarcastic no no but <laughs> I, I, I think just when i hear it yeah maybe it's the sarcastic thoughts that go through my head that i do hear sarcasm right. but i know that's not what it is you're projecting right now is what you're doing i'm projecting yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. uh yeah, i mean i think he's excited i think i mean i mean you know he's obviously he's excited i agree he probably is like oh that's you know the old spock is coming back to, to some degree not that the old spock was making lots of guesses all over the, all over the place but definitely very not vulcan like in making a guess um but i don't know kirk has all sorts of reactions in this movie you know that we've t- that we've talked about that are just like you know giddy and excited and you know so maybe he just really digs time travel he just you know it's just he's full of adrenaline and everything's you know what I mean mm. everything's uh, amped up yeah and uh, this is just another example uh, so they leave right? Jillian and Kirk leave Yeah. after his sarcastic and <laughs> big goofy smile as, as he walks out the door uh, <laughs> and then you get this moment with um, at this the Sp- Spock like shakes his head too, like, Phew. right. Uh, you know, I don't think he understands. And I love that-, <laughs> that McCoy all of a sudden is like just there, like he like sidled in. Yeah. <laughs> he's got that smile on. He's- yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, and of course, with the perfect answer is, oh, of course, he feels safer about your guesses than most people's facts. Right. That's. I mean, that's a. That's a great it's a great way to um geez talk about like summarize uh kirk and spock's relationship in some way just in general mm. you know that's almost a great way to put it
1: yeah a little bit yeah yeah uh
0: yeah none of this none of this is played for joke right you know this is a compliment no it's, to not, it's
1: not it's not it's it's yeah it's all compliment i think it feels like a joke but it's obviously not a joke just the way you know kirk's delivers his lines and McCoy's weird smiles and it just, it feels jokey, but not, it's, it's obviously not jokey. Yeah. It's It's more of a
0: heartwarming moment.
1: moment. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This is meant to be heartwarming in the sense of, you know, Spock is becoming more Spock. I forget. Do, is it, is it Vulcans have two hearts or time Lords? I think Klingons do. Klingons do too? Yeah, I think Klingons, because wasn't there an episode with Worf and he died or something and then the second heart came, kicked in or something? I thought that was Picard. Or you get a fake heart. No, Picard is
0: a fake heart. Fake heart. I'm going to have to Google that. Hearts and Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so it's a compliment. McCoy agrees it is. And then Spock saying, well, I'll try to make the best guess I can. Good for you, Spock. Good for you, Spock. Um, Atta boy. He gets an attaboy. What do you you think, you know, we never really talk about this kind of stuff. Like, Mm. uh, you know, you had a feel for Spock in some ways. Like, his, you know, his psyche, his beliefs, you know, he's trying to be Vulcan, and then he has to do this kind of stuff. Do you think, like, you know, after the credits roll and the mission's over, uh you know does he have to is he have to go back into his you know his room and meditate for like weeks on end just to get through all of the process all the <laughs> stuff i can't believe i made a guess i just have yeah. to <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i, could...
1: I made a guess <laughs> right.
0: what was uh, the what ha- uh in discovery there's a uh spoilers i guess let me throw a, throw a spoiler up right discovery season 2 spoilers um Spock is a, he has to, he's a, trying to keep himself sane by reciting like the principles of logic. There's like those mm. first, like, I wonder if he has to go and, and do that after this mission.
1: Oh yeah. I don't know. I don't know if yeah, he has to, he has to meditate or whatever. Yeah. Mm. Interesting thought. I hadn't.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah. I always wonder what the aftermath is. A lot of the stuff, you know, we usually can't, you know, in films, they just show them looking out the window and being, you know, somber. Right. But, you know has got to be some real, real processing of all this stuff. Mm. Oh yeah.
1: Anywho, I think I've run out of notes for this minute Dave. <laughs> um, yeah, I think so too. I think yeah, the main takeaways I think are warp speed and the atmosphere and Spock becoming more Spock, be more Spock, be more Spock.
0: All right, well let's wrap it up then. Mm. And uh, uh, it's uh, it's Friday, so it's Patreon Day.
1: Yay! Hey.
0: Uh, so this is the point in the in the week where we uh, thank all of our patrons. Um, if you're not a patron and you're interested to learn more, you can head out to StarTrekMinute.com. Click on mm. the Become a Patron link, and all the details are right there. Um, but one of the thank yous we give for monthly support from our patrons is uh, for some of you. or All of you. Wait, all our patrons. <laughs> <laughs> we thank all our patrons on air on
1: our Friday Yes, episodes. we thank all our patrons. Yeah, so, uh, so let's do it. Hmm. Um,
0: I'm going to start, uh, at the top of the list. Sure. Yeah. My, my, I think the last time I did random order, I, I whiffed it pretty bad. So you did. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to start with, uh, say thank you to, uh, a new name here. Uh,
1: mm.
0: not a new person, but a new name, uh, uh hashtag brother from another mother. <laughs> and uh, just to add some color to this, um, uh, uh this patron also changed their, their, uh you know, avatar icon, whatever, uh, to a picture of (laughs) Cybok. So I'm assuming someone's excited about Star Trek five. This will be one of the first people that is excited about Star Trek five, but uh, yes. So thank you. Hashtag brother from another mother. Uh, thanks to Andrew. Hey, thanks Andrew. Uh, thanks to captain America and Conrad Ooh,
1: Steve Rogers. Yeah.
0: And and Conrad. And Conrad Conrad Uh, Bucky let's say this yeah sure uh let's say thanks to dave and giraffe bear hey thanks just go put them all together yeah uh thanks to kevin hey thanks kevin uh and let's see and uh thank you to con noonian shane (laughs) you just want to do that every time i do now yeah now that i finally figured it out yes um uh, crossing the streams a little bit. Thanks to Sagacious Crumb. Hey. Thanks. <laughs> thanks what? to. The, thanks
1: what? to. The, <laughs> You're always complaining at my thank yous.
0: No, you do a great job. It's very sincere. Uh, thanks to the Carlisles. And uh, Timmy Bricks.
1: Hey, our favorite Lego friend.
0: You got it. Thank uh, you, one and all. Yeah. Wait, one more, last but not least. Oh, uh, oh, oh. Thanks to Vibrant Visionaries, uh, oh, yes, a- yeah. aka Heidi
1: Bennett. Lady Bennett,
0: yes. Uh, so uh, yeah, thanks to everybody for your yes. continued support. I think we're coming up on uh, uh, almost a year of support for some of these folks, which is I know. pretty cool. Thanks everybody. Yes. Um. Uh. Uh. We maybe uh we maybe there may be some uh some Patreon treats coming uh, for those who've been around that long, but uh, mm-hmm. that's maybe a sneak peek at something. Um, maybe. Maybe. Uh, but yeah, so thanks everybody. We'll we're going to wrap it up, and we'll be back again on Monday, uh, talking about minute uh, ninety-seven of Star Trek IV: The Voyage Home. Here at the Star Trek Minute. Bye now. Bye.